thanks to our title sponsor, National University. National University is committed to supporting veterans, active duty personnel, and military families through flexible online courses and master's and doctoral programs in high-demand fields, providing excellent career advancement opportunity. National University is a yellow ribbon school that proudly accepts the post-9-11 GI Bill and goes the extra mile by offering additional assistance to cover expenses that may not be covered by the GI Bill. To learn more, visit nu.edu forward slash veteran. Hey everybody, Vincent Aiello here from the Fighter Pilot Podcast. And as you know, I've been harping lately on all the good military aviation books that are out there. And I finished one recently I want to tell you about. It's called Tomcat Rio. And it's written by the same gentleman as Top Gun Days. And he joins us today by Zoom. Dave Boronic, Kalsan Bio. How are you doing? Hey, Jello, I'm doing great. Thanks for uh, having me on your show. I, I listen to your program a lot, and it's, uh, it's nice to get back in the cockpit with you and your guests. Well, I'm so glad to hear that because it's designed for people who didn't have a chance to lead the life, but here you are, somebody who did, and, and you still appreciate it and hopefully get something out of it. So thanks for that. Yep. All right, let's talk about your books. Now, there's a third I, I didn't mention, isn't there? Yes, the uh, the two you mentioned is uh, Top Gun Days, which which came out first, and that talks about my first squadron tour and my tour as a Top Gun instructor, including working on the movie. Then the second book that came out was Before Top Gun Days, which a lot of people ask me, how did you get there? So it talks about Pensacola and the F-14 reg, and it'll really take you back to, uh, you know, 1979, 1981. And then my new book is Tomcat Rio, and that talks about my Navy life after I left uh, Top Gun I went back to my uh, squadron for department head tour and then uh, became a, uh, a squadron commander. No doubt about that. And like I said, I just finished it, really enjoyed it. It was like reading your diary in a sense, other than all the personal feelings, but it really took us from the Top Gun days to uh, some of your shore tours, but more of your flying uh, all the way through your CO tour and your decision to leave the Navy and really enjoyed that. So there's a lot to unpack here about your books and about you. Uh, let's start back at the beginning. You really take the tone in these books of what it's like to be an F-14 crew, a Rio in your case. And that's what we try to do here on the show as well. But what was it about your experiences that made you want to share it? Uh, I think it was uh, that I felt that I had been fortunate. And this to, to answer that question, I have to go back to when I wrote my first book, I got the idea about a year after I retired, I was driving home from my uh, job as a defense contractor. And I started to think about stuff that I'd been through. And I said, you know, I need to write a book about this. And I, I'm sure you hear a lot of people say that I, I hear I do. But, uh, but for me, once I said in my mind, once I said I was going to do it, I did it. For me, it was a great hobby. But I felt like I got to do a lot of cool things. And I also, also got the sense that there were people out there in America and around the world who would find this interesting. And one more thing, I try not to write about bio did this, bio did that. I mean, it's a first person book. I talk about my experiences, but I also say I was representative. You know, there were other guys that did about this same stuff. And so I, I'm writing about being uh, in the Navy and Naval Aviation. Oh, no doubt. In fact, I found myself in your most recent story, Tom Catrio. I was on George Washington in the end of your uh, book there when you were the CEO. I was a nugget. So I guess there are a few years between us. But also you mentioned flying with Bugs Anastad a couple of times. And he was a good friend of mine. We've crossed paths. 
Man, he's a good guy. Uh, no doubt. Well, another thing you touch on in your books, especially Top Gun Days, is your role as a Top Gun instructor. And we've had episodes on this show about what that's like and the murder board process. And in fact, I even borrowed one of your photographs, thank you, when I wrote an article about being a Top Gun instructor on our fighterpilotpodcast.com website. And so that really is a high watermark in any naval officer's career, isn't it? It was amazing. And it was not the kind of thing, I mean, when, when I was uh, aspiring to fly and, and I wanted to be a fighter pilot when I was a, a teenager, then my eyesight went bad. And so I, uh, I shifted to wanting to be a Rio, but I still wanted to stay in fighters. And I kind of knew what Top Gun was, but I didn't aspire to be a Top Gun instructor. I mean, that is like, you know, how do you get to be there? But man, when that opportunity came along in my uh, junior officer tour, I just, I was amazed. And Jello, uh, you know, I've heard you talk about it and I've read, you know, some of your musings and uh, I just finished reading Buss's book. It's a lot of hard work. <laughs> it really is. But I think it's also something you can look back on, like running a marathon and say, I'm so yeah. glad I did it. Not yeah. sure I want to do it again, although some people do twice. Yeah. But for the rest of us, it, it's just, I think, a, as I've said before, a testament to what the human brain is capable of to stand there, as you did, for hours and give a lecture with no reference to notes and no distractions. You're not scratching and, and saying a bunch of ums and ahs. You, you are very polished, almost to a fault, as I talk about in one of my musings. But it didn't stop with Top Gun, all one word, all caps. You also went into the realm of Top Gun, two words, uh, out of Hollywood. You know, that's like, you know, it's going to be the uh, the turd in the punch bowl. I was going to say the gorilla <laughs> in the room, but your audience can can handle a turd in the punch bowl. Uh, and and I try to keep it in perspective. It happened. You know, the movie happened. It, it's got more good than bad. No, it's not a documentary. And I'm, you know, I tell people that all the time. But I respect the uh, the way the, the movie making people, you know, they did their best to, to honor naval aviation and still make a movie that was a success. And so uh, one thing that I admit is, is that when we were working on the movie, I personally, I had no idea that anybody would even care about this thing, you know, a year later. I didn't take any photos of of the time we spent with the actors. I didn't even, I didn't write down names. You know, I mean, it was just like, I, I'm busy flying. I'm busy being yeah. a Top Gun instructor. Oh, you, we're flying for a movie? Okay, I'll do that, you know, so. Well, that says a lot because there are a lot of great photos in your books uh, from all the time you did lug around your camera. And so to not do that must have really, I think, uh, highlighted the, underwhelming nature of this uh, experiment, as it seems. Here we have the benefit of 34 years, I think it is now, uh, yes, uh, since. And so, yeah, who could have known? Now, that well being said. said, do you have any involvement in this one coming out? It's like the Mirage, it's always a little farther away, but there's supposed yeah. to be a sequel coming out. No, I don't, I'm not involved in it, and uh, that, that doesn't bother me. I didn't, you know, I mean, if the, the bros that are out there now are, are getting their, uh, their screen time, so I'm happy for them. Yeah, that's right. So as fun as this is, uh, Bio, I do want to take a turn on the more serious because your book, as I said, Tomcat Rio, covers your experiences through the late 80s after Top Gun came out into the mid-90s when you retired. And you do talk uh, towards the end of the 80s about going to the Tailhook reunion. And then all of a sudden, there was no mention of the Tailhook 91 
convention, which for those history It was designed to fly fast and at treetop level, carrying 24 nuclear weapons. Today, it bristles with smart bombs and guided missiles. The B-1 bomber, called the bone by those who fly and maintain it, is the most heavily armed bomber ever built. Sleek and powerful, the bone remains a mainstay of American air power 50 years after its first flight. Hey everyone, this is Ken Katz, Call Sign Primetime, and my book, The Supersonic Bone, A Development and Operational History of the B-1 Bomber, tells the true story of this magnificent airplane. In this book, you'll read stories told to me by those who were there and see lots of great photos of the bone. Anyone with an interest in modern military aircraft will enjoy reading The Supersonic Bone, available through the usual online retailers and aviation booksellers. Pick up your copy today. out there might remember that uh, not the organization but the people who attended were a little bit overserved and some poor decisions were made I'm maybe understating this but there was some fallout that became very public and so I was I guess a little bit surprised you didn't cover it I know tailhook as an association is so ready to get beyond it but I do think that it was important to people of your generation because it held up promotions and oh, yeah. selections and everything else and so I wonder if omitting it was an act of omission or commission, and I think I know the answer. I didn't talk about Tailhook 91 because I didn't go. Okay. And, and you know, in the book, I, I was, some uh, publishers told me, oh, Dave, if you would write a book about, uh, about the history of the F-14, you know, we'd take it. And I go, well, I don't want to write that. I want to write a memoir of my experiences. I want to make it a personal story. So when I talk about Tailhook uh, the times that I do mention it, you know, I was in VF2, I was a, uh, an 04 department head, and a lot of guys from Miramar went up there. We took our wives to Las Vegas with us and gambled anyway. And then in 1990, I went when I was on the joint staff, but it was nothing remarkable because it was just, you know, a weekend in Vegas, and I just didn't go in 91. In Top Gun days, I do mention briefly that Tailhook, you know, had a bad year, but uh, I didn't feel like bringing it out again in Tomcat Rio. I don't know if that answers your question, but. It, it does. I think what for me was missing was just any reference to it, but also because you do regala so much with the other people, as you mentioned earlier, it wasn't just a book about you. It was a book about all these characters. So you've got, uh, gosh, again, bugs, but I can't think of some of yeah, the others. Well, I got Pager in there. I got, you yeah, know, all tons these, of folks. Yeah. So the reason I thought the omission was a little bit glaring is there was no discussion of maybe did any of the people that we've already met get caught up in it because they cast, as I recall, and I don't mean to make this short discussion or doing a referendum on the Navy or Tailhook or anything else, but they did cast a pretty wide net and there was some collateral damage. And I just thought maybe there could have been some discussion. For example, uh, now I can't throw rocks at you because at least you did screen. I never did. But was there any ramifications of the first two looks not working out because they didn't know if you were there or not? So I just thought maybe just to acknowledge, hey, you know, things happened, got a little out of control, and my friend so-and-so was affected, but I wasn't, and neither, neither was he. But, yeah, I don't know. Uh, that, that, I see your point. And, uh, and frankly, um, since I didn't go and my name was never on any list and I never got interviewed, and I, you know, I know a few people peripherally affected, but 
I don't think I know of anyone who is just uh, hammered by it. I know there were Navy officers, pilots and NFOs that were, you know, ruined, mm. but uh, they just, they just weren't in my squadron with me. So, yeah, nope. no, I understand. I, it's a, it, that is a rich topic for discussion. Oh, um, no doubt about it. And again, it doesn't need to be with you today. Yeah. Uh, how did you find the transition from F-14 Rio to author? I mean, did, so we've had Kevin Miller on the show before, Hoser. And he talked a bit about it, but I think when you're a Top Gun instructor, I think you get pretty good at most skills in life as far as speaking and, and writing. At least uh, I don't know if you did, but I had to write a few chapters of the Top Gun manual. And so did you find the process easy or did you find it somewhat laborious? Uh, skills, good. Speaking, yes. Uh, oh, um, <laughs> no, I loved it. I thought it was great fun. I mean, you can you can see over my shoulder. I got my logbook right there. I've got some other little notes that I used as references. Uh, I consulted with uh, buddies a few times. You know, do you remember it this way? But for me, it was a chance to relive just all those great adventures and and some some painful experiences, which I deal with. You know, I kind of soft pedal them just because it, it's that kind of book. It's not a uh, a big sad book um right. but uh, i liked it uh it yeah. felt very natural and uh i enjoyed writing it now i will I say also that uh between my first book uh, top gun days and my final book tomcat rio i got a different sense of my reader uh and so i think tomcat rio uh, reads a little bit easier i spend less time explaining things i also felt more like i was representing bio instead of representing the Top Gun squadron. And I worked with a, an editor who just added a little bit of zing to my uh, to my writing. So I really like this, the new book. Good. Well, I enjoyed it as well. And I would say that if you Thanks. didn't learn and get better as you go there, bio, <laughs> then you're doing something wrong. And I'm sure that's as ingrained into you as it is anyone who had the experiences we had. Now, I have to ask you, though, because you just said my final book, quote unquote. Is that it? No more books from bio? Oh, man. Um, my editor is such a great guy. And he, he was a Navy pilot back around 1960. Wow. Yeah, he flew, uh, he flew twin-engine bombers at, in a utility squadron in Hawaii. And just a great guy to work with. Uh, and he's dying to write it, to get involved in another book. But I, need, I think I used up all my stories and all my good pictures. So I need to... I'll think about it. Thank you. You're very kind to ask about that. <laughs> well, I'm so sure that people will enjoy this book if they get their hands on it, that what I would propose to you is that we hold a giveaway. We sometimes do that here on the show, and authors who are willing can give a couple away, maybe with an autograph. So what do you say we put three of these up for grabs? We'll run the whole giveaway. We've got a service that does it. We'll pass you the names and addresses of the winners, and you can put a note in and send it out. That sounds perfect. Be happy to do it. Great. So take a look on the Fighter Pilot Podcast, uh, probably Facebook page is the easiest place, but we'll plan on promoting your latest book, Tomcat Rio, a Top Gun instructor on the F-14 Tomcat and the heroic naval aviators who flew it. And we'll run that for a few days if you are one of the many that frankly won't win one, because we usually get several hundred people that enter these. Well, then I'm sure you can find it where? Bio on Amazon, like every other Amazon, book creation? Amazon, Barnes & Noble. And I just learned that uh, that it, it's out as an ebook. I am. Oh. Uh, I think that was a later development, but uh, I'm glad to see that it's out as an ebook also. 
Fantastic. Well, we will also leave a link in our shop page. We have a handful of great books there on fighterpilotpodcast.com slash shop. And if you buy it through us, we get a few pennies per book. It helps keep the lights on, but otherwise no big deal. Either way, Bio, I wish you all the success with Top Gun Rio and all your other books and really appreciate you taking the time to come on the show today. Jello, thanks for having me. And you can count on me to continue to be in your audience. So you're doing a great job. Keep it up. Thanks to our title sponsor, National University. National University is committed to supporting veterans, active duty personnel, and military families through flexible online courses and master's and doctoral programs in high-demand fields, providing excellent career advancement opportunity. National University is a yellow ribbon school that proudly accepts the post-9-11 GI Bill and goes the extra mile by offering additional assistance to cover expenses that may not be covered by the GI Bill. To learn more, visit nu.edu forward slash veteran.